We're live. Welcome to Equal Time Soccer, Minnesota's Women's Soccer News Headquarters. I'm Mark Pravratsky, not Matt. And we're here to talk about NSIC soccer. And I am joined by um, a co-host I'm excited to have join us. She is an NSIC legend. I think you could use that word safely. Um, played at Bemidji State for four years and scored, I think, over 50 goals. Right, Rachel, you, I would think you probably know the number, but you would think I would know by now. Um, <laughs> so many you forgot, but welcome, Rachel Norton. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, so um, we're excited to start some expanded coverage, um, trying to dip into covering all of the great soccer happening in Minnesota. It's not just, you know, the Gophers, which is our our D1 team of the past, and also our new D1 team, St. Thomas. We know that a lot of these people who grew up playing together and playing great soccer end up at our uh, NSIC schools, like Bemidji State. Um, so just to get a sense of your experience in the game, Rachel, I know I think Matt had you on when you were still playing, um, but so how did you end up getting to Bemidji State as your college choice? Yeah, so um, I didn't have many offers, and I was one of those girls that my parents, we had no idea what we were going to do. We didn't know the process of, like, college sports, really. Um, my dad played football, but back then it was, like, so different, and now it's, like, when can coaches talk to you, all that stuff. And I went to a high school where we weren't known for sports, so I wasn't on anyone's radar, really. So I started um, just playing on a really good club team. It was called the NOSC Blast, and we won a state championship. Right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, we won a state championship or that state that state cup. Mm -hmm. And uh, that luckily, Jim Stone was there to see, and Andy Jansen, and they were the Bemidji State coaches. So. They just reached out to me a ton. Um, I had a few other D3 offers, some other D2 offers as well. Um, mm -hmm. Really low D1 offers, like down in Georgia and Texas and stuff, but nothing too serious. And Bemidji just kept reaching out to me like almost daily. And they would just call me, send me letters, um, ask, like they would just call me on a random Wednesday night and ask me like what my favorite movie was. And I'm like, what's going on uh -huh. here? Okay. But I like that relationship with those coaches, and I'm like, so I gave it a shot. Went up there, absolutely loved the campus. I love Northern Minnesota. I love the outdoors. So I got lucky that they really wanted me, and I loved that campus and them. And so yeah, I got really lucky going there. I think it does seem like when you hear of college recruiting of any kind, you know, a lot of it does count down to being wanted. You know, it's pretty easy to understand. I don't think I've been recruited to do anything in that way. So I totally get how, if they're the ones who are investing the time and energy, you're like, well, at least I know they care about me as a human, like just, you know, they're interested, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, and they just had a strong, well, and it doesn't hurt. They're a pretty good team. They've historically have been one of, one of the better teams in the SIC. I think Rachel might've frozen on us. Can I, oh, I just didn't hear you answer. So I, I was asking you, it doesn't hurt that Bemidji also is one of the more successful programs, right, in the conference. So you knew you were going to compete and win. Yes, exactly. And, you know, as a kid, 
you want to be like, oh, I'm going to go D1. I'm going to go to play for the Gophers, right? Mm-hmm. And then as you grow up, you realize that that's a really hard thing to achieve, um, especially if you don't do ID camps and things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just got really lucky that they really wanted me. I'm I'm super blessed for that. That's great. Yeah, no, I wanted to be an NBA player. I had to change that pretty quick. I was in middle in middle school. I had to write that write that goal. So I mentioned how you you had a great run in Bemidji. You, you all were successful as a team, and you scored so many goals. We're going to have one of your partners in goal scoring on, which is fun. A little later, um, talk about when you think back. You know, to your to your four years and your success. Like, what are the memories you come back to most, or like games, rivalries, or like you know playoff runs? What is the thing that either positive or negative? I guess that's kind of how sports memories work. <laughs> yeah, um, positively. I mean, we just got better every single year as a team. Um, from my freshman year to my senior year, we we got better every single year. And me myself scored more goals every single single year and more assists, which is, I think is important, just as important. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm just proud of that growth with, within the team and our culture as a team, we just became more closer and as a family and it didn't matter that I was a senior, I was still best friends with the freshmen. Like you just have to bring everyone in and make sure they know like a winning mindset. Um, I think, my class was really small, graduated three of us. Mm-hmm. The class below us was like 13. And after that, he just kept bringing in more and more people, which we felt might be problematic, but it actually created more of like a championship mindset because these girls were competing against each other to play, mm-hmm. which is something that wasn't really on, wasn't mm-hmm. really G's culture before. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone kind of gets playing time there was kind of the culture mm-hmm. and then once we started keep competing against each other we got better um, everyone's fighting for their spot and it actually made us closer as a team too um, you know you weed out the people kind of that don't have that mindset I mean great people but they might not be in the college soccer mindset mm-hmm. and that was really positive I mean obviously my senior year was like senior year, best year. Like me and my senior friends always said that, like, let's go lay it all on the table. And we broke so many records that year as a team and individually. Um, mm-hmm. And I just couldn't ask for a better way to like end on that field. And that's why I'm a little nervous to go back and play alumni games. I'm like, I, I laid it all out here, like my blood, sweat, and tears. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Expectations are lower. Once you've graduated, Rachel, the expectations are lower. So you're, you know, you're not, you're no longer, they don't expect 20 goals like your senior year. Yeah. So I know, but me, me, myself, I expect it. So I'm like, oh, God. Right. Right. Well, you're only a couple years removed. So I'm sure I haven't played a soccer game in a while. So that would be quite funny to watch. So talk about, obviously, you know, there's a few teams that really stay up at the top of the conference standings, but obviously Mankato's had a lot of success winning the the conference tournament many years in a row. Um, And so in our last full season, you know, they had a great season where they won that tournament. Um, Are are they always just the biggest rival as seen as the top or who were the, what was the team you felt the biggest, you know, rivalry with or got motivated to play? So I am someone that people think I love competition. I actually don't. I love playing like the easy teams. 
<laughs> but um, so you didn't beat up on my Crookston Golden Eagles, did you, Rachel? I might have. I might maybe. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> um, I like that honesty. This is why we talk to former players. <laughs> A current player won't say something like that. I love it. I know, I know. Um, yeah, Mankato, they're unreal. They're always going to be unreal. Um, mm -hmm. We've had like a personal rivalry with Augie, definitely. Uh -huh. um, I would say that's our biggest rival as a team, just mm. because um, the, their coach is a lot like our coach. So they kind of butt heads that way, but they're friends. Mm -hmm. And then their team is a lot like our team, um, just a bunch of kids that are brought together and trying to play great soccer that necessarily weren't given the D1 option, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so our, that's our biggest rival. And for me personally, I never scored a goal against Augie. I mean, I've scored, uh, I've scored penalty kicks, but I've never scored a real goal. Uh, so that was always in the that's always in the back of my head to this day. Mm -hmm. The one team we need to set up. We need to set up an alumni game for you to get that. <laughs> that yeah. I'll go on that field. I'll go on that field. I feel like I would also uh, going to Augustana. It's like you're driving so far, you'd be just over it by the time you got there. You're like, God, this is far away. Yeah, and something about that grass field. It's like frick. Hmm. It's like <laughs> slow, and you're just like, oh. I love it. Yeah. One thing that changed in college sports this year that I'm really excited about, I'm excited that it gives players um, the potential to get um, uh, money off their name, image, and likeness. And of course, the, the the forefront of this is being seen in like, you know, men's college football and things like that, where we're seeing players get a million dollars, you know, which is pretty crazy. Um, but it, it every college athlete has this opportunity, right? So I keep thinking of young college athletes have like very good Instagram presence. They're like entrepreneurial minded, you know, they're successful young people. So I just have to imagine there'll be people in D2 at Bemidji or at the NSIC thinking about it too. Like, have you thought at all about that when you've seen that come out, like what you could have potentially done or like what players at Bemidji might try to do with the opportunity? Honestly, no, I've never even thought about that. Um, I mean, obviously, it'd be cool to be on like one of the big names or ESPN or like Nike. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I just think people like in Bemidji, you know, which is like a great small college town, it'd be like there's only a couple college bars, right? So, like, if you were playing there, you're like, you know, maybe if it's just like you just do Instagram posts to say this is college night, like at the, you know what I mean? Like, I was just trying to think of the little ways it might sneak into this game, but yeah. Yeah, you know, in the college bars in Bemidji, it's pretty common to see jerseys hanging up and right. things like that. So yeah. I feel like in that small town, it's pretty normal. Um, yeah. It'd be cool if it was like trickled down into the cities. Like if you came down yeah. here and you saw a Bemidji State jersey, that would be awesome. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's maybe in the future. I don't know. <laughs> I think, and I think players could maybe just get gear. You know, it's like you could get like just getting some free gear where you wouldn't normally. Just because if you promote, it's worth it for them to send you one pair of shoes if you're gonna do a post. You know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to hear. I'd be, and if anybody knows of any players like working on things like that, I'd love to know about it. Like, we'd love to highlight it because athletes, you put in a lot of time, Rachel. You deserve to get paid if, if you oh, can make money. I agree. Yeah. <laughs>
So how are you staying connected to the game? I know you, you did some coaching right after, um, and then, you know, now you're doing graduate education, right? So how do you stay connected to soccer after like not being a full-time athlete anymore? Yeah, um, I definitely did some coaching after. Um, I realized that I wasn't really done playing and coaching was almost torture for me because I just love it so much. I love playing. Um, so I try to help out as much as I can. Um, wherever I was, like at Northern, I was helping out when I was in, or when I go up to St. Cloud, I communicate with that coach a little bit too. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still in touch with Bemidji State and anything I can help out there. Um, old coaches that I've had reach out to me. Um, my club coach would love for me to coach soccer. I'm just okay. not super dedicated to the coaching right now. Um, mm -hmm. but I still play three, four times a week. I'm on, I'm on two teams, but I get a lot of random texts like, Hey, we, we need uh, a girl tonight. And I'm like, yep. And, um, that's yeah. just so bad. And I honestly, I don't see myself doing anything beyond this 7v7 co-ed because it's such a breath of fresh air for me now. Like I don't have to worry about my stats anymore, which is something that yeah. I've been worrying about since I was 16. So yeah, mentality, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it changes your game a little bit. I'm I'm right. like sometimes I find myself like like listening to like a song in the car and like being overcome with emotion because I'm like, soccer is so meaningful to me and I'm so lucky to have it in my life that I don't want to make it my job anymore. It's just kind mm -hmm. of my So yeah. That's well, that, this should be a good outlet for it then. Yeah, I love it. I, I feel the same way. You articulated that really well too. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a game that gives a lot to us. Like when we, like, and I invest my time in it, and it, you know, it gives me a lot of joy in life. So it's yeah, great. I agree. Yeah. So the preseason poll came out, the coaches poll. My first question to you was, as players or as like your coach, like how much do you care when this comes out? How much does your coach tell you where you were, or like use it for motivation? Is it on the bulletin board? Like, do you care as a player when it comes out? Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is this is what everyone's waiting for. And you're uh -huh. waiting to release and everyone's talking about it. And you're nervous. And yep, this matters. Mm -hmm. Like I could definitely see using it like they don't respect us, you know, so I mean, you're Bemidji State this year. So it's a lot of the similar people up top. I'll read through where Minnesota schools fall. So it was not unanimous. Minnesota State Mankato was picked as the top team with nine votes out of 16. So um, not unanimous. Augustana got three first place votes and Concordia got four first place votes. And then the next team is Bemidji. Um, St. Cloud is fifth. Winona and Wayne, uh, Winona's in seventh. Southwest Minnesota in ninth. Minnesota Duluth in 11th. Moorhead in 12th. Um, and Crookston in 16th, my Golden Eagles. Um, so what stands out to you about that ranking? Is anything surprising to you? I mean, that's, I'm sure it's a similar place you'd find yourself in Bemidji normally. Um, yeah. So this is something that would, if I was still going to Bemidji, this is something that would motivate us a ton. I'm sure it's motivating them right now. We don't like being fourth. We like being first. Um, that's our new mindset as a team. Um, so that would be tough. That would be tough for them. And I'm sure they're grinding that out. Surprisingly, Duluth being 11th, I am, mm -hmm. they, you know, they've always been a solid team. I just don't know what's going on 
over there lately. I mean, they need a they need to pick it up because they're good competition. So mm -hmm. they have themselves for sure. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a tier like you can see with the points. If you go look, the NSIC does a great job producing materials like their conference on the website very easy to find information, which I mentioned because we appreciate it because we're just trying to cover the game. So other places you can't even find great stats. So NSIC has this great write-up, which has the preseason poll, also has the players to watch, which one of it, not surprising, the offensive player to watch, um, who is the latest person to score 20 goals in a season. Rachel did it the year before. Uh, Jenny Vetter is picked as the preseason player of the year, which is not a surprise. Um, and like I said, Rachel, she, you, yeah, like, I think in 18, you scored 20 goals in 19, she scored 20 in like 22 games or something, which is just crazy. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Jenny as a player? Cause I'm sure you did match up multiple times. Yeah. Um, you know, I, she wasn't on my radar when I was a senior, but when I was a coach at Northern, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm impressed. She's very fast very mm -hmm. fast so i think that is where a lot of her goals are produced especially with mankato behind her unreal like mm -hmm. defense like she's just set up for fame right now and yeah. that's awesome. good for her she's going to do really great things so that's really yeah i'm not i'm not surprised at all she is mm -hmm. killer yep she it's she was the central region player of the year and i that it gave me a question in in the last full season in 2019 and i was going to ask you because you've also been named to lists like that and it's like there's a lot of layer different people who give out a regional award do you get things from that do you get a trophy do you get a a plaque do you, what do you have from all those award lists you're on oh gosh yeah you get stuff you get stuff um, like the of the year, it's like I kind of want a trophy or like a yeah. glass thing, you know. Yeah, from what I can remember, I think you get like a little plaque or something. They send you some stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, good for her. But when you're when you're in it, like as she is right now, when you're in it, you you kind of you're not really like sure what this is and what's what's being sent uh -huh. to you, what's being given uh -huh. to you. You're just like, oh wow, this is great. I didn't really know that existed, but now I'm pumped. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's great. I mean, good to have things to put on a resume. So, and the defensive player of the year, and I assume these are voted on by the coaches, I'm assuming, right? Same as yeah. the poll. Like they're they're picking the players to watch. Yeah. And it's one of uh another Bemidji State. This is an all-northern episode right now. I'm from Walker, you guys played a Bemidji, Allie's from Brainerd. We're <laughs> we're taking it up north. Megan Dahl, a center back from BSU, is picked as defensive player of the year. She's been on the all-conference teams. Um, what could you say about Megan as a player out there? Yeah, she's the most solid defender I think I might have ever played with in my life. I mean, she is easily could have been Division One anywhere. I mean, mm -hmm. I can barely, I'm, I can barely get by her. Like, I don't think I, I don't remember getting by her when we were scrimmaging and stuff. Like. She, and she was a freshman when I was a senior. And to come right. in as a freshman and be that solid, like you're only going to go up from there. I mean, as a freshman, to have that championship mindset, that's so rare because you don't really know what's going on in this conference yet or what's mm -hmm. going on with this team. So, yeah, I'm just excited to see what she's going to do this year. I hope she um, produces because she has all the abilities to and – 
Um, now that Allie's back up top this year, I think they, there's going to be a lot of good things. And I don't think Bemidji's going to be fourth and they're going to be higher, but that's personal opinion just based off right. those players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a quote. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think some high praise from Rachel for sure for Megan. This is a coach, uh, Coach Jim Stone quote. She never leaves a field without getting her jersey dirty and acquiring a few bruises. She's a throwback. I like that. <laughs> and it's true. She has like the biggest bruises, bumps on her head, whatever. <laughs> she's still just risking it all on the field. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. And I think, you know, otherwise, the only other thing I wanted to ask, oh, I wanted to ask you just the way that the conference works, you know, you have your regular season and then of course you have conference tournaments, which help you actually get into the national tournament. So for the, for the teams that, you know, just want maybe their top goal is to go to the national tournament. Do they care so much about winning like the regular season, you know, conference championship? Like how do you think about that when you're a team that's thinking about just the top achievement, like of maybe getting to the national tournament? Yeah, so um, I can say that for our senior year, we were already in the tournament, uh, the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. So we were going into the NSIC tournament. We had less motivation. Mm -hmm. And I would love for of us, if I could say a negative going back, mm -hmm. I wish we would have gone all out on that one too. I think we were a little burnt out and we were too for focused on the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. um, teams like Mankato, for example, they are able to focus on it all. And because we were so new to it, I don't think we were able to really focus on it all, which yeah. but um, that's why great teams like Mankato are always great because you know, mm -hmm. they're, they take everything as it is, and they're like, we have to win everything. Um, mm -hmm. We were so new to it. We were like, I can't believe we're already going. Like, right. oh, well, we lost the first game. Now we get some rest time before the NCAA, you know? So. Mm -hmm. I could totally see that mindset, yeah. Especially if, if it's new territory, too. Like, if you're like, well, I, we've already gotten this far. We should be pretty happy about where we sit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, now we want to move in. We're going to join. We're going to have um, our player guest, Allie Smith, join us. Um, Allie, I'll just say a couple things about Allie. Allie was Rachel's strike partner in their great 2018 year. And she has a, a few years of eligibility left with COVID. It gets very, very confusing. And so we'll ask her about that, about um because she's already kind of high up on the rankings of some stat categories. So I'm sure she could, if she stays the whole time, she could look to even get those even more. Um, but I'm going to add in Allie Smith of Bemidji State. Hey. Hi, Allie. Hi, Al. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, why don't you kick it off so you can get to know a little more about uh, Allie's story? Okay, Miss Allie. Hello. I miss you. Um, oh, I miss you. Coach says hi, by the way. Oh, I miss him always. I miss him. Okay. So we want to talk about, like, how did you get interested in soccer? And, like, tell us a little bit about your background and how you grew up and stuff like that. So I come from a family that's big in athletics. Um, so when we were growing up, my parents put me and my siblings in every sport possible. I played t-ball. I was like the only girl on my baseball team. I played soccer, hockey, I ran track. 
And I started playing soccer when I was like five-ish, five, six, and, you know, loved it ever since. And I have played it ever since till now. So. Right on. You were also played, I, I saw though, like you said, growing the different sports, your family, just because you mentioned it, you have siblings who play, what, D1 hockey? Tell us about what your siblings are doing. And also you, it seemed like you were pretty high achieving in hockey. Would that be, did you ever consider trying to play that in college? Yes, I did. Actually, I had to choose between hockey or soccer here at Bemidji State. So that was one of the tougher decisions, but I couldn't be any happier with my decision to play soccer here. It's exactly where I needed to be. But um, my brother, he um, just signed another contract with the Predators in the NHL. So he'll go there for his second year. And then my sister is actually here at Bemidji State playing hockey. So it's kind of fun to have her on campus with me. Sure. Did your brother, you know, I don't have a brother who um, signed an NHL contract. So I'm just wondering if he gave any gifts to his siblings after signing that deal. Um, No, it's kind of funny, though. We were talking about like getting pizza that night for our family. And he goes, ah, pizza's on me tonight. And we're like, okay. At least. least. (laughs) Yes, we got pizza out of it, I guess. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, What made you pick Bemidji then? Um, well, it's kind of like you, Rage. It was really the only team that came to me. You know, they made me feel wanted. I had no other offers from anybody else. And um, Coach Stone, he just right away makes you feel so important and so wanted. And um, like you said, he reached out like on a daily basis. Would call just to check in, you know, check in on my um, siblings as well. And he'd come to my hockey games and just make it a point to know that like I was really wanted here. And so then I came and visited campus and it's close to home. Um, I love being outdoors and the team is just a family. They give you a family feel instantly. And so that was something I was really looking for in wherever I chose to go to college. So it's probably the biggest thing was the feel of the team and they just make you mm-hmm. feel so loved all the time. Talk about that. Cause Rachel was probably a player when you visited, right? Or no. I, so- I think, I think she well, she obviously was, but, um, I think you were when, with when we went tubing down, oh, yeah. down the river or on a, on Lake, on the Bemidji Lake. Um, it was the, like the ski hill. I think we oh, actually, yeah. I don't know if it was there, but that's Buena what we Vista. did. Yeah. <laughs> Buena Vista yeah. is called, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That's a good visit. That's a recruit visit. That's mm-hmm. a good recruit visit. When my brother and I visited Morris, um, to be recruited to play on the soccer team. We went to a party that we didn't even drink at the time. Nobody was drinking and it was, people were just smoking cigarettes. I was like, I guess this is a college party. Didn't, I still went there, but it was weird. And I was, like, I was like, I don't really want to go to a party, but yeah, I'll come. But, I can't believe you still went there. I would have been like, what's going on? Well, the rest of it was like, hey, the culture was good other than that. Yeah. I would have been like, are we in the 20s again? Like, what's going on? It was funny. It was very funny. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Allie, what are your goals like for the season and for the for yourself and for the team? Like, what are some things you're you're looking forward to? And I don't know if you were there, but I talked a little bit about like probably being fourth. I would motivate you guys, but I don't know. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, obviously, coming in fourth is like – Uh, I think we could be higher, but it also does give us motivation to, you know, kind of prove some people um, differently. You know, 
it is only the preseason poll and the one that matters the most is the end of the season poll. So, you know, our goal is to be on the top of that one. Um, just like anyone's goal in the NSIC is to be the champion, to, you know, win your league. If you, if that wasn't your goal, then like kind of what are you doing when you're playing? Um, so as a team, we really just want to um, be NSIC champs and, you know, hopefully make a run in the NCAA tournament. But we just want to put forth a team that's hardworking and a team that's hard to play against, but does it gracefully. And um, yeah, so we just want to, you know, go forward and, you know, put our best foot out there when we're playing every game. Is your goal to get to the the NCAA tournament? Because yes. you gave, by the way, you gave a that was a great that was a professional athlete level answer of the of, that a coach would have loved what you just said. That's great. But, <laughs> I'm sure, and very professional. Yeah, no, but would you? I'm sure your goal must be to take that step and like try and make a run in the tournament, right? Yes, yes, that would be the ultimate goal, mm -hmm. um, and be kind of fun if we could accomplish that. So. Do you set goals for, do you have your personal targets for like goals and assists or do you think less specifically than that? Um, personally, I don't really set numbers or anything. As a forward, my job is to, you know, create points, create goals, create assists. And if I'm just playing at my best and helping my team um, accomplish our goals, that means we're going to be doing pretty well. So if the team is winning, then that's a win for me personally. But, you know, maybe, maybe um getting Rachel's scoring record in a season might be up there. Oh, okay. There was, yeah, I knew there was, you know, you're, you're yeah. not going to not care at all. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. You know, and also just kind of staying healthy. That's kind of been something for me too. So yeah. Healthy yeah. season. Absolutely. Yeah. What, yeah. Talk, I mean, because you've had those seasons off, you had a COVID year that everybody had, you had, and then you had a, a season missed for medical reasons. So are you tech, are you technically a sophomore then? Are you, do you know? It's confusing um, these days. Technically this would be like my junior year um, okay. eligibility wise. So I could come back next year and play a sixth year because I have that much of eligibility left. Mm -hmm. so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. What'll that what will that choice come down to? Just what you want to get started after college or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I'll be student teaching next spring, so kind of seeing where that takes me and maybe just seeing how this year plays out. And um I don't think I'm ever gonna be ready to be done playing soccer. So, you know, six years never out of the question, but it's just gonna kind of take it by a year and see how things go. Mm -hmm. How does the COVID year work? Like, does all those points you guys and all those wins you guys had last time work during that year? Or do they count? So, I don't know. I think there was only three games that um, counted for points towards, like, overall stats. But anything else was basically just a scrimmage. So any goals that we scored outside of those three conference games um, don't really matter for score sheets or anything. They were just kind of like a scrimmage and time we got to finally play a game against someone that wasn't ourselves. Yeah. So that's tough on the record books. Yeah, Rachel never had to deal with that. No, no. it's tough. But also I'm thinking then you get an extra year and three extra mm -hmm. years. So right. that, yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, I can plan this for me. Yeah. Okay, so talking about your like soccer abilities, who is your favorite to watch and do you like kind of play like them? Or what do you think? I 
lately have been really into watching Rose Lavelle. She is just so good on the ball and her movement off the ball. You know, she's everywhere she needs to be. And defensively, she's just stellar. So she's someone I like look forward to as well. And then, of course, Alex Morgan as a forward just the way she puts the ball in the back of the net and just has a knack for scoring. And that's something as a forward we all want to do. So I've been really into watching them and wanting to be like them when I'm on the field. Yeah. The tea drinking, the Alex Morgan tea drinking and the tournament. And also, Ali, we share a fandom because it'll probably end up getting mentioned on every podcast I do, but Rose Lavelle's signature is tattooed on my leg because I met her and got it tattooed on it. So no way. <laughs> Yeah, she was she was typical Rose Lavelle because I said, "Hey, will you sign my leg? I want to get it tattooed." And she was like, "Oh, oh, okay." And just like, <laughs> oh my god! Did so, you have a tattoo appointment right after that? And you're just like, "Hey, do this." I was in I was in Louisville, and we asked someone at the bar we were at where we should go to get a tattoo, and then went to that place, and I got oh. it the next day. Like I didn't wash it off; I just kept it on. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to get Sam Mewis next, right next to it. <laughs> She's good. That's great, though. Yeah. No, Rose, I mean, she is an ex I mean, she plays. She's somewhat unique in our team, like the way she really moves the ball well and just like mm -hmm. manages the game. She's great. Yeah. And yeah. scores big goals, you know, mm -hmm. still scores big goals. Yeah. What yeah. is your so – I have a question, Ali, about um, – we were talking about name, image, and likeness, and I know, like, it wasn't something Rachel had thought about a lot, but just that athletes can get paid. I keep thinking about how that would work for different people, like, in Bemidji with, like, the college bars. Is there, like, a place or a shop in Bemidji? There's that one cute store downtown. There's the Bemidji Yellow Brewery. umbrella or something like that. <laughs> Maybe just, like, small places. Um, I don't know if I necessarily go, like, the bar route. In Bemidji, but fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm I'm 33 and I work at a bar, so I just think differently than a, yeah. <laughs> a college athlete. Sorry. No, like Rachel was right. Like if you go to corner, um, corner bar in Bemidji, there's jerseys everywhere. But you know, little shops too, like Heroes or Yellow Umbrella, just little opportunities like that. Um, yeah. I think would be the best option in Bemidji if you were to do that. But yeah. honestly, that's that. never really crossed my mind either. Yeah. My brother always talks about, he's like, well, if I was still in college, I would have done something about it. Uh -huh. That's not really who I am. But. If you hear, well, I just know I'm not very business minded, but like I know a lot of players are like econ or business type people. So maybe they're already thinking entrepreneurially. Like, so yeah, if you hear, let us know. But I just, yeah, I just, it's interesting to me. So we'll see what comes of that. Yeah, I will. Maybe some hockey players or something will go for it. So we'll see. You would think. I mean, <laughs> Well, because, you know, you know, if I was in college and someone just gave me free food as payment, I'd be like, you know, like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to say that the reason Ali and I were so good together is because we didn't have this rivalry with each other. We mm -hmm. like, worked so well together. We wanted each other to succeed. And I feel like that's huge. And for other forward team members to do that, that's what's mm -hmm. going to create greatness. And that's why Allie and I were great. I mean, it was never like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take the ball for that for myself. Like I need more goals. It, we had so many goals and assists with each other that mm -hmm. we were it was never like, oh, I need to get the ball to Rachel. Like it was always both. It's like Allie's in always the right spot. I'm in the right spot. And that's why we were so good together. And there's so many videos 
was on Twitter and Facebook from like Lakeland News, just of us like working together that I rewatch and my mother does too. But no, I didn't. I, go back I, got, I got to see these videos. I need to see the videos. They're awesome. No, it's just like we knew where each other were all the time without even having to see each other. And where so would, even right away, you our have the find roles in that. Was it like Rachel? You were the one. Like you, one of you was playing underneath, or was you switched? You you just we you were very play. fluid. Very we very were, fluid. It, Yes, it's like we're on the same page all the time. It was never like you go and I'll go here. We just knew where if I was going there, she was running behind. If I was doing mm -hmm. she was running there, I was running behind. We make the same runs. Yeah. Um, so that's why we work so well together. And that's why there was no rivalry because I needed her and she needed me. And so that's why I'm hoping that there is, well, I think there is players coming in that are going to be able to do that for her as well because that's why I had so much success my senior year because of Allie and um, without that it would be a much different situation but um, yeah so I just wanted to touch on that a bit that's why I wanted Allie to come on here because a lot of teams have this rivalry because they all want to be the top scorer but it's just not like that it's that's not what's going to get you success so no, yeah. that's not what gets your team success either and we didn't care who was getting the goal. We didn't care where it was coming from. We just cared about that score sheet at the end of the game that we were on top. And exactly. you know, with us being on the same page all the time, and we were on the top quite a bit. Yeah. Sign me up for Bemidji State soccer. <laughs> Get me in the squad. I'm, I'm in. I can I would be a very serviceable substitute left back for like a five-minute answer. <laughs> it's so great to hear. Um, that's Allie, who are some players? I know, I mean, you guys have a very, it sounds like you have a, you know, a great team culture, but I'm curious for you, just like if you've had new players come in or players who took a step forward after kind of an awkward year of development, um, who are there people that you think, you know, you want to give shout out of like players on your team we should watch for this year? Yeah, um, in our COVID season, Sarah Went and I started to play very, very well together. We were finally seeing each other. It wasn't being forced. Um, we had some passes to each other and finishes that, you know, are very high level. And so um, that seems to be carrying into this season as well. And the, our freshman talent on this team is actually very, very impressive this year. And um, we do have some young players, but they're all talented and willing to put in the work. So um we've had we've only had one scrimmage so it's hard to kind of see who's all going to fit where but um mm -hmm. i'm excited and there's some players that are gonna really play well and work with us up top very very well so i'm excited nice when is your and your first of, i know the actual games really begin uh in september right september 2nd or something i don't know when your first game is but i know it's starting up in september right yeah, I think September 3rd, we play North Dakota. Right on. Oh, and that's, wow. That's a big, yeah. that's a big game, playing it. And it's not an exhibition. You're just playing a D1 oh, team. That's, the, yeah, that's a real game. And um, we played them in the past before, and they're always such a fun game. Um, I remember Rachel's uh, senior year. That was, that was fun. We scored pretty late in the game. The ball hit my face and chip my tooth, and Rachel scored. So it was like, uh, it <laughs> yeah, so we always get excited to play them because we know it's going to be a challenge. And then it's a real test to see where we are as a team, too. 
Yeah. So Rachel, when I asked you earlier, what goals stood out in your memory, you didn't mention the one where someone's tooth fell out and you scored. That's the, that's the type of thing I was looking for. <laughs> Dang it. I wish I had a better memory, but so many goals are like that with Allie. It's like, oh, it hits off my neck bone. And then Allie gets <laughs> like, that's just how things happen at Bemidji. It's like, you can never redo it again, but it's like, God is good. <laughs> right in this moment. <laughs> uh, well, I relate. I only scored like three goals in high school and one was me following through on the shot and kicked the goalie in the face. So we're, yeah, we're, yeah. And I'm guessing he lost the tooth. So you're, yeah, that's, wow. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, really appreciate, Rachel, do you have any other questions for Ali? I really appreciate you spending the time with us before your season. <laughs> I don't yeah. have any other but thanks, Al. This is awesome. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. Well, we'll be we'll be trying to do this as frequently as we can and get some different guests. Um, maybe there's some great coaches in the NSIC who are from Minnesota, and so we'll try and reach out to them um, as well. But I really appreciate my co-host Rachel Norton joining us, and Allie, thank you so much for joining us. This has been uh, Equal Time Soccer. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs>